My deepest desire is to teach, learn, and make people laugh as I share fascinating stories of first gens, immigrants, and unique citizens that reside in the United States. I believe that one of the main things lacking in the world today is understanding, and it is my constant mission in life to seek the truth. I want to be able to educate myself and others on different lifestyles and perspectives that could allow us to acknowledge and appreciate what really makes America great. I'm Amina Odumbaku, and welcome to America's DNA, the podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to America's DNA. That's a dope name, right? It's a dope name. Do you guys hear a voice? There's somebody here. I have a guest. I'm super, super, super excited. I want to clap. Clap, 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 clap. Okay, guys. um, (laughs) Today, we are going to talk about something that is very, 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 very special to me. Um, I think that some could take this as controversial. Um, however, it this is a conversation that needs to be had. Absolutely, right? We got it's time. Yeah, our millennials. It's time for us to wake up and acknowledge the things that um, need to be spoken about the things that are silently said the side eye topics that's what i'm here to talk about america's dna is here to talk about that the side eye topics the ones that you just like "Mm, side eye but the goal is to bring people together the goal is to find peace the goal is to find solutions the goal is to educate the goal is to learn so welcome everybody um i have this like dope Dope Chicagoan. Is that how you say? How y'all say Chicago? Chicagoan. Chicagoan. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me let me let me make this very, very clear. Um, this introduction, y'all, hold on real quick. So this person is the first African summer and winter Olympian, a chiropractor. A biomechanist, a speaker, Nigeria's historic woman's bobsled driver. I had to say that in an accent, by the way. Um, (laughs) The Bobsled and Skeleton Federation of Nigeria and Special Olympics Global Ambassador, Dr. Sheon Adigun, D.C. Y'all got to put that D.C. on her (laughs) neck. Skirt, skirt. Hello. The DC. <laughs> Hi. Hey, thank you for the intro. I tips my hands yes, to you. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so excited that this person, this human being, this soul flew all the way from Houston, Texas yes, to come out here and talk to me or us about the disconnection between Africans and black Americans or African-Americans, however you'd like to acknowledge yourself. Um, This has been a situation where um, I've been personally affected by it. I have friends that are black Americans that have been affected by the disconnection of us as black people as a whole. Absolutely. Um, So prior to getting into that i want to loosen up real quick let's do it let's I'm, I'm throwing a little curveball at shake you. it up let's this go. is a little trivia game Listen, that i got i don't you... get curveballed okay oh that girl said she read stays root, she... root. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i have a fun little game it's okay. called who you got who i got 
And you cannot explain why you're choosing this person. Okay. You're going to have to do that on your own terms. <laughs> if if y'all got issues with why she pick who or whatever, y'all going to have to ask her. However, <laughs> it's a real quick game. It's, it's fun. I just want to get into it. So who you got, right? Okay. DeVito or WizKid? <laughs> Dean. Uh, David O. What? Okay. Um, Fella or Bob Marley? Fella. Tiwa Savage or Niniola? Tiwa. Um, Sierra or Ashanti? Cece. Cece. Um, Martin or Fresh Prince of Bel Air? <laughs> I'll say Jerome's in a hat. Ooh, ah, ooh. Watch your man. <laughs> so Martin Moore. Okay. Usher or Chris Brown? Usher. Okay. Um CP3 or Carmelo Anthony? CP3. Really? Yeah. Okay. Man. Um Beanie Man or Sean Paul? Beanie Man of the goddamn sugar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um The Weeknd or Ty Dolla Sign? Ty Dolla. Baby, all day. Okay. Um Cosby or Family Matters? Hmm. Family Matters. Word. You got to get Stefan and Steve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Nelly or Ludacris? Luda. Okay. Um, this is a good one. Old Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Not new Kanye West. Old <laughs> Kanye West or Drake. Mm. That's a big one, big one, big man team. Sorry, <laughs> really? Yo, I just like pick. Come on, um, five seconds. Drizzy. Okay, man, you're that's from hard. Shotown, I know that's though. hard, bro. That's really it's okay. hard. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That's like a. It's okay. Yeah. Common or most deaf? Ooh, common. Okay, Swiss Beats or Timbaland? Timbo. Okay. Chicken wings or chicken tenders? Chicken wings. I need the bone, baby. <laughs> Give me the bone. If it ain't got no bone, I don't like it. Okay. No. Thai food or Chinese food? Thai. Okay. Awesome. Good job. Give yourself a <laughs> round. That was a good little icebreaker. That huh? was. Even though I'm like, dang, all them questions, most of them, 85% of them, 90%, I'd be like, both. Both. No, like seriously, like me too. When when I when I ask these questions for myself, I'm like, dang. I don't know. I don't, and I I I did the questions, and I, I can't even answer for myself. Okay, guys. So let's get into it. Um, again, we are here to talk about the disconnect between Black Americans and Africans. Right. And I know from my personal experience, I grew up in Ghana, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, I was born in Houston, Texas. I grew up in Ghana. And then when I came back to Houston, Texas, I was, we lived in a neighborhood called A-Leaf mm -hmm. and, you know, it was predominantly black. Mm -hmm. um, so I was excited, like, oh, this is no different from right. um, Africa. Like, everybody here is black. Mm -hmm. However, when I got to school, I realized that I was African. Mm. I realized that I was dark skinned. Mm. And I realized that there's a difference between being African mm -hmm. and African American. Whereas mm. my little naive mind was like, I thought we were the same. You mm -hmm. look like me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. my question was always, 
what 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 what's the difference and right. what happened so you get called african booty scratcher yeah. not from your asian friends right not from your white friends right not from your hispanic friends mm -hmm. it's black americans that call you african booty scratcher yeah and that hurt my feelings mm -hmm. up until you know my adulthood where i had to realize like something happened yeah like yeah. this does not make any yeah. sense so my question for you is when did you realize that you were african instead of black american i know you grew up in chicago right um what was it for you that made you realize that there was a difference you know what's so funny is i can't pinpoint a moment that said you know what you're different i think i spent most of my life unraveling it okay like i literally looked up one day as an adult and realize that I don't like the difference. Okay. There is a difference and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to figure out whatever I have to do to help bridge that gap. Okay. So growing up, I knew that I was African because I was dark skinned. I was an African booty scratcher. I was, I mean, obviously completely misunderstood because when you come to my house, my parents have a thick accent. Right. That's not Jamaican. That's not Haitian. That's not Belizean. It's African. Right. And so that's different black. Right. Whatever it is, it's different black. But one thing I learned, like you said, is... This is a conversation that's very difficult for people to have. Right. Because this is the real true of Africans having to look at ourselves and evaluate and Americans having to look at ourselves and evaluate who we are, what we are and where our problems have been along the line. Right. So I definitely considering the fact that we. I could say I grew up in the hood. Yeah. You could say you grew up in the 100% hood. 100% so black neighborhood. I have a connection to black Americans. Exactly. Like, I could go up to the hood and people sometimes don't even know that I'm African, right? Right, right. Um, however, I grew up in Africa as well. So it's like this middle child mm -hmm. syndrome thing. Like, yeah. when I go to Africa, they're like, oh, Yankee. Mm -hmm. Oh, you this American yeah, girl. Yeah. You're not you, accepted you, by you, anybody. You, you are, no, you're not proper African. You are, yeah. you are in Africa <laughs> or you are in America. Right, right. Um, so it's like, bro, what's the issue? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm everything. Like, we're, we're both... From one place, Look, right? The problem is, is you take on the mindset of your oppressors, Ooh. right? And black people, no matter where we've been around the world, have experienced oppression. And so, unfortunately for us, the way of coping most times has been adapting the things that we don't like the most. Mm. And so we've had to stare ourselves in the mirror. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Just like black Americans right now are in a place where we're like, enough is enough. And we got to have these hard conversations and we got to stare ourselves in the mirror before change can happen. The same thing's happening in Africa, even right. specifically Nigeria I could speak to, but so much of Africa right. having a very, very difficult conversations are like, we got to stare ourselves in the face, but you want to know the common ground is everybody's black and everybody has suffered some form of oppression right. that they have taken on. Right. I 100% concur. Mm. I agree with everything that you're saying. So with that being said, what happened? Man. What happened? Man, you know, it's crazy because we learned our entire lives one story, but we don't get the whole story. Right. When, <clears throat> when we talk about slavery, especially not in American textbooks. Why would American textbooks tell us exactly 
where their wrongful doings were, right? In African textbooks, why would most, a lot of the African textbooks show where their wrongful doings were, you know? And so these troops are coming out where it's like, okay, British came in and colonized Nigeria, for example, if we just talking specifically about that, but Europeans came in and colonized Africa, Mm -hmm. right? And in colonizing Africa, 80% of black people in the diaspora came from the continent of Africa. 23% 23% of them were Nigerian right. or of West African descent. Mm-hmm. That's 4 million people that are in the diaspora right now that generations, maybe three, four, five generations ago, were directly associated with that soil. Mm-hmm. And now they're in the diaspora. But when you take somebody from their culture and you strip them of it and you tell them that they are not to remember it or not to call on to it for anything, they're going to hate it. Right. And that's what they're going to pass on to their children's mm-hmm. children's children. Mm-hmm. And there you go with the divide. So check this out. Um, I, you know, stalk Sean all the time. <laughs> and um, she went tonight. She goes to Nigeria all the time. Yeah. And she put on her stories, which I thought was freaking fantastic. She has been to a place called um, the point of no return. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I have, I'm very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel everything. Yeah. So to talk about these subjects, I just, I, I cringe. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people could feel yeah. me because it's like, I don't want to live there. Yeah. However, what I do like to do is learn mm-hmm. and discover, mm-hmm. right? So she went to the point of no return and I was able to do a bit of research on there, but I want to have her explain to you um how that place even came about, I'll ask you something. Whereas is, um, what is the point of no return? Let let us know. Yeah, so for me, I was tired of feeling like you talked about earlier, that middle child, where it's like, I'm not black enough to be black, considered black American, but I'm not African enough to be considered African mm-hmm. for one reason or the other. And part of me wanted to know, why do black Americans feel like Africans sold our people into slavery like why like I felt like I needed to help satisfy my own conscience I need to know what happened on the other side of the soil Mm -hmm. like I've told me enough about what happened on this side what actually happened so I was determined to go to the point of no return which is a place in Badagri Nigeria which is where the port of of where the slaves were taken from Nigeria and then sold off into slavery. So the point of no return was literally a point where once you left from there, nobody ever saw you again. You were taken away from your family. Mind you, this was probably three or four months after being held captive in what were little dungeons, essentially, with two, 300 people stashed in rooms just so that they can break you. And by they, I mean Europeans that came in and tried to take these slaves to go to different parts of the world. They needed to break them. When you meet somebody that's strong, when you meet somebody that knows who they are, you have to break them in order for them to live in a state of fear and then to submit to your demands. And so... They weren't just grabbing these strong, proud, like literally physically capable people and telling them you're going to be slaves. Nah, that those those fights and battles happened over and over and over again. And Europeans lost. 
they came in and them Nigerians and those West Africans and, you know, Ghanaians and Benin, wherever, Congo, they were like, you, who are you coming up in my land trying to take our people? Right. They were fighting. Right. Hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of people died mm-hmm. because they were not for that. Right. They were not trying to let their brothers, sisters, cousins be sold off into a world that they never knew of. But then, you know what happened? Coercion happened. Manipulation happened. Mm -hmm. People started taking advantage of opportunities to say, oh, these two tribes are actually beefing right now. Or these two rulers are actually beefing right now. Why don't we give one guns that the other one doesn't have so they can wipe them out? And then we can take this land because, hey, we helped you. So now we working together. Right. So now this part is actually partly right. ours out too. And they're afraid. They're afraid, oh, we got an agreement, but they get overthrown later anyway. So these are the types of things that were happening. Mm-hmm. These kings were not trying to send their people off. These people were coerced to doing what they did. <clears throat> well, um, I did read that Chief Sumbu Mobi mm-hmm. uh, was the one that was actually trading his people off, and exactly. then when his son succeeded, he abolished it. Um, and I, I, I do have a friend that was telling me that his uncle or great great grand uncle mm-hmm. was caught uh, trading slaves, mm-hmm. and they buried him alive. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like you got to think about the psychology behind all of that, right? So you got these people that are coming and they're taking people beyond their will. Um, They're making them submit. They're taking them to a place where you don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you have all these black people in the middle of every part of the world, right? right? I have uh, uh, all my friends come to me and they're like, I'm 23%. Um, Nigerian, I'm 20%. They be light-skinned. I'm 20% Nigerian. Um, it's because they were taken from this place. You said, what, 4 million people About four all million over the people, world. You yeah. look at Trelawney. Mm-hmm. There's a place called Calaba in Trelawney. When I went to Trelawney, Jamaica, I 100% connected to that place. I felt like somebody, something, my spirit was there. The same and thing it's, happens. And it's... it's, it's it, you can't escape that feeling. I have black American friends that have gone to Africa and they're like, my spirit is mm-hmm, here. Exactly. I know I am from here. I don't feel like America is my country. And then I have some black American friends that say, I have no interest of in finding out where my lineage is from. The goal for me is to have people understand who you are. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, or find the truth. Find the truth. The, yeah. the, this world will define you in so many other ways they'll tell you you're this you're that you can't do if you do your own research some people don't believe in the ancestry.com I personally think that it's a start in the right direction if you do happen to do it and take it take a trip to Africa yeah figure out what it is that they told you that is keeping you from there. Exactly. That's what y'all got to understand Listen. is what are they telling you that's keeping you from going back to a land with every resource provided to the entire world? Listen, get this. It is even to this day you find people talking about and by people I mean like European countries talking about the the need to suppress the continent of Africa because that is where all of the resources are there are no real resources 
for the world in Europe. No. Climate, no. right? It's in Africa. Right. However, if Africa had the power to retain those resources, mm -hmm. the entire economy of the world would shift and change. The powers would shift and change. Mm -hmm. So if you are aware of, the, of someone else's power, and you know if they harness that power, they're going to be stronger than you. The idea is to get in front of it. Right. And to be like, well, you know what? Let's never let them know right. their power. Right. So then at that point, they never can use it against us. That's why slavery took so long. Black people didn't realize they had the power yeah. to get out of slavery. But when they realized it and these wars started happening and all these different attacks started happening, then they're like, okay, these black people know what's up. Right. And, and something needs to happen. Right. This conversation can go for days Listen. right the goal the goal is to first i need every black person to understand you are from africa <laughs> they brought y'all from somewhere right called africa to exist in whatever part it could be uk it could be cuba brazil jamaica black people are from africa that is where you originated from now uh, celebrate your culture if you're Brazilian and that's what you know if you're Jamaican and that's what you know celebrate your culture but you 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 came from somewhere called Africa and that's what I personally want to acknowledge and I connect with Jamaican culture because my people is there you can feel I'm it pretty sure I, yeah. if I went to Brazil I'll connect with them because they're my people um, we are all connected as one we should not be teaching our kids African booty scratcher. My nephew is nine years old and he goes, Grandma, this girl is not going to like me because I'm African. That hurt me because mm -hmm. I'm like, it's 2020. Mm -hmm. Why is he going through the stuff that I went through? Parents are teaching their kids mm -hmm. otherwise. Mm -hmm. It's time for you guys to educate yourselves. That way you can educate the youth. Exactly. And that way they can. Exactly. We, we got to unite. Like exactly. we can't say, oh, I'm woke. Mm -hmm. You woke. Mm -hmm. Where you at? Mm-hmm. Where you at? Yeah, yeah. You can't say you woke Only and, and, and you don't even know where you from. Yeah. We ain't doing that. Yeah. We got to be awake. Yeah. For real, for real. Um, Open your eyes. Burna Boy talks about this all the time. The name Africa was given to us by Europeans, <laughs> if you want to take it that far. Listen, so, Nigeria, the epithet of it is actually Nigre, which is black, which is actually... Look at that. Hello. If we really want to start talking so, about it, But I'm saying, we could, we could go part like, two, this part could go, three, right, part seven, this could part really ten. Go. <laughs> so, um, what, what... I'm not just going to talk about problems. Like, we, what, what ideas do you have to... I know Ghana... Last year, they gave like 700,000 visas mm -hmm. to people to come back. Like, we want y'all to come back home. Mm -hmm. Come spend your dollar, your hard-earned yeah. pound in, in, in the land of resources. Mm -hmm. um, that way, we could produce more for ourselves. We're welcoming you guys back. Mm -hmm. Do you have any specific ideas of how we can reunite and come together and just be happy. A hundred percent. I mean, obviously, again, like you said, it all starts with education. Okay. Right? We have to educate one another on the importance. Why is it even important to be back in Africa? Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? Right. Why are you connected to the soil? Okay. And then once people realize that they are connected to the soil, it becomes almost innate for people to want to go back. They want to be a part of it. They want to help. The same way you would want to help your community that you grew up in when you leave and go mm -hmm. back to it is the same way people want 
to come back. You need to take a moment and decide to educate people that, okay, this is what the culture is. And if you feel connected to it, let me teach you what this means. Let me teach you these okay. words. Let me teach you these things. Don't just say that this is ours. No, because the black people in America or UK or wherever else in the world didn't ask for their culture to be ripped away from them. Yeah. And right now they're seeking it. And so it is your job as someone who is knowledgeable to actually teach right tell people what they know and so i'm trying to bridge that gap now by having more conversations mm -hmm. of people being accountable as a black american w one time we had a, a a conversation about you know i'm from alabama i'm i'm not i'm not african-american i'm black because i'm from alabama okay yeah you are from alabama but do you know your grandmother do you know your great-grandmother do you know your great-great-great-grandmother and maybe they're parent you don't want to know where they're from they were from the very last sh ship to leave the port of nigeria went straight to alabama for people who don't know and those individuals who when i found that out i was like wow this is my friend that's like i'm black i'm not african no you may not relate to it but your great 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 grandmother or grandfather was a hundred percent african and unfortunately for them they had it stripped from them for your protection so that you can be born and you can live mm -hmm. because had they raised it up they may not have been able to have your great grandmother who had your grandmother and had your mother and had you because they would have been killed right so i mean the, I, I can understand a disconnect of culture. You're like, well, I don't identify with that culture. Right. And that could be taught. You could learn that. You can experience that. You could read about it. What I love to see mm -hmm. now is your P. Diddy doing an album with Burna Boy. Absolutely. I love to see Beyonce doing Shaku Shake Shake <laughs> Come on, B. You're not from Houston. And she doing yeah. something with Shata Wale. Yeah. I'm like, come on, yeah. mama. Yeah. That, that yeah. ignites me. I'm not one to say, no, that's appropriation. Nah, we mm -hmm. can't do that. Africans, you two, we are not innocent because sometimes we'll say something like, oh, they are not us. Mm -hmm. We're not them. It's time for us to forgive. Mm -hmm. I've forgiven everybody that's ever calling me a African booty scratcher. Right. Because I know it's out of ignorance. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to repeat this mm -hmm. over and over. Ignorance does not mean you're stupid. It just means you're choosing to ignore information that is out there. Exactly. So I'm exactly. not going to I'm not going to hold you to that. Exactly. I understand that something happened along the way. Mm -hmm. And it is my mission to host platforms like this to educate yep. people. Exactly. It is my mission to talk to you and tell you how beautiful you are. Yes, if you're from Houston, if you're from Alabama, Mississippi, claim where you're from. Absolutely. However, you are my brother, you are my sister. When I'm walking down the street and I see a black person, I don't pick and choose who's African or not. I'm like, you're me and I'm you. What's up, shouty? Yeah. yeah. Also yeah. to my Caucasian friends or mm -hmm. whoever's listening, this is what happened. You need to educate yourselves too. Right. This right. is what happened in history. This is the disconnect between black people. Sometimes you're asking, why are black people so mad? Well, we've been traumatized <laughs> exactly. for hundreds of years. We've been oppressed for hundreds of years. So um, obviously, Sean has her platform. Her Instagram is at Sean. S-E-U-N underscore Miss Amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, she talks about this all the time. She was actually, I saw you on uh, 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 the basketball player, Bird. 
uh, oh, Sue Bird. Sue Bird's uh-huh, uh-huh. page. Yeah, um, talking about it, which uh, Sue Bird, shout out to you, She's like for allowing her girl. to do that. I love that. Love. Also, I do have some recommendations for you guys. There is um, the point of no return that we talked about. You mm-hmm. can look it up on YouTube. There's like a 17 minute video of a guy mm-hmm. um, talking about that on mm-hmm. our YouTube page, Odumbaku Media. I will have that in the link in bio. Um, also, there is a Netflix documentary called Journey of an African Colony. Watch that. That will tell you guys what happened at the point of no return. Mm-hmm. Um, my instagram name is at amina odenbaku i'll spell that out for you and this is at america's dna i appreciate you guys so much for listening um i am hoping that we get more people to unite ask your african friends i know everybody has a nigerian friend (laughs) including me i got all y'all y'all just love tagging me to nigerian stuff Mm -hmm. everybody has a nigerian friend a jamaican friend uh Caribbean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what, Ghanaian, mm-hmm. East African, South African. Yeah. Just learn your roots. And I would uh, recommend to save up some money and just take a trip real fast. They got hotels over there. I know you said, but I don't know nobody. You could take a trip and discover um, Africa, like feel the energy, feel the soil. Um, I guarantee 90% you'll connect just getting off the plane and seeing all black folks and make you feel different. <laughs> it really would. You'd be like, whoa. You see one white man, you're like, you're the minority. You get so exactly. excited. Um, so I appreciate you guys again for listening. Sean, thank you so much for being here. Of course. I appreciate Thanks for having this, me. this time. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you were able to learn. Yes. Have a great week. Bless up. Peace. Hey y'all, I hope you were able to gain insight or learn something new from this conversation. If you're interested in more content and information about our platform, please connect with us via social media at America's DNA or our website, www.americasdna.com. Thank you so much for listening. Peace be with y'all.